0: Welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 78 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about the Trump executive order that could mean war. So everybody's talking about Trump executive orders right now. Uh, he's come out with the flurry of these things. And there's one, though, that – well, a lot of people are talking about it, but they're missing, I think, something that's extremely significant that could – Uh, really be bad news for the United States. But before I get into that, I wanted to just say a quick word about executive orders in general, because there seems to be a lot of confusion about the legitimacy of executive orders. People seem to come out on either one of two extremes on the issue. On one side you've got people who think that uh, pretty much anything that the president orders is valid, you know, he's the president after all and as Barack Obama put it, know, I've got a pen and a phone, so therefore the president can pretty much do whatever he wants. And then on the other side of the of the spectrum, there are a lot of people who seem to think that the president doesn't have any authority to issue any kind of orders at all. And like a lot of things the truth kind of comes down in the middle. I wrote an article that's published on my website, and I'll link to it in the show notes, that explains what is and what is not a legitimate executive order. But just to sum it up for this show, I'm going to quote historian and lawyer Kevin Gutsman. He said, Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution says the executive power will be vested in a president of the United States. Other members of the executive branch are his subordinates. He can legitimately order them to carry out his legal policies. What he can't legitimately do is order them to carry out illegal policies as when Obama ordered them to ignore the calendar established by the PPACA and when he used one to rewrite immigration laws. So in simplest terms, the president can only issue executive orders that conform with his constitutionally delegated executive powers. It's pretty simple. So anyway, Trump has issued a whole bunch of these things over the last few days, and there's one that really caught my attention, but not for the reason that most people are talking about it, and that's his executive order on refugees. Now, as I am recording this podcast, he has not signed this executive order yet, so I'm actually working off of a uh, draft of that order that the New York Times released on January 26th. And uh, this EO basically creates a bunch of policy dealing with refugees. uh, It's going to cut off the acceptance of some refugees for certain amounts of times, et cetera, et cetera. But – and I know there's a lot of debate about this, but that's not really what's important because deep in this executive order, I found this relatively short directive that – and I'm not using hyperbole here – could literally – kick off World War III. This is Section 6 of the draft executive order. It says, Establishment of Safe Zones to Protect Vulnerable Syrian Populations. Pursuant to the cessation of refugee processing for Syrian nationals, the Secretary of State, in conjunction with the Secretary of Defense, is directed within 90 days of the date of this order to produce a plan to provide safe areas in Syria and in the surrounding region in which Syrian nationals displaced from their homeland can await firm settlement, such as repatriation or potential third country resettlement. Okay, so simply put, this section would require the Secretary of State and Secretary of Defense to come up with a plan to establish safe zones in Syria, a sovereign nation. So the U.S. is going to try to establish a safe area within the borders of a country that's at war. Now, how exactly the U.S. would establish this safe zone Uh, Well, that remains to be seen. That's the point of this executive order, this section of it. Uh, The Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of State would have to come up with a plan. But it would undoubtedly require military power. At the very least, the United States would have to enforce a no-fly zone over this safe area. Now, think about that. Think about what it's going to take to establish a safe area in Syria. And keep in mind that Syria is a sovereign nation. Okay, this isn't like, you know, he's going to go to Texas and do something. This is another sovereign nation who probably doesn't really want the United States establishing a safe zone or anything else within its borders. Now, this isn't a new idea. Trump actually called for the establishment of a no-fly zone in Syria during the campaign. And a lot of people realized that this might not be such a good idea. In fact, last fall, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Marine General Joseph Dunford, said that maintaining a no-fly zone in Syria would likely lead to, get this, war with Russia. He said, right now, for us to control all of the airspace in Syria would require us to go to war against Syria and Russia. So, in essence, this executive order is setting the stage for a war with Russia. I cannot say that too many times. War with Russia. Now, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know that I've never been a huge Trump fan. Uh, I've done several episodes where I've taken the uh, new president to task. But the one thing that I held out that that I felt might be good about a Trump administration is that he tended to talk about being non-interventionist. He gave the impression that he might not be as likely to continue these wars all over the world. So I don't know if it's just rhetoric or if he just really doesn't have any idea what he's doing, but this executive order, I mean, the ramifications of this are, are huge. The Kremlin has already reacted to Trump's statements relating to the establishment of this safe zone. Uh, According to Radio Free Europe, uh, the Kremlin spokesman, uh, Dmitry Peskov, he said, no, our American partners did not consult with us. He went on to say it was necessary to, quote, thoroughly calculate all possible consequences and that, quote, it's important that this plan does not exacerbate the situation with refugees. Now, let's be real. Maintaining a safe zone in Syria is probably going to take more than just air power. Germany floated the idea of Syrian safe zones last spring, and President Obama hinted at what such a move would require. He said, sadly, it is very difficult to see how it would operate short of us essentially being willing to militarily take over a big chunk of that country. So once again, I have to emphasize, this little EO sets the stage for massive military intervention beyond what we've already done. And what we've already done has been an unmitigated disaster. It would almost certainly require boots on the ground. In other words, this executive order could pave the way for full involvement of U.S. troops in the Syrian civil war. Now, I have no doubt that the neocons are loving this. Because the defeat of Hillary Clinton certainly did not dull their appetite for regime change in Syria. Now they've got their chance. You know, get boots on the ground, we'll get Assad out. And all of this uh, talk about less interventionist foreign policy could go right out the window if the United States follows through with this so-called safe zone. It could end up with all-out war in Syria and ultimately Russia. Now, Trump supporters are going to cheerlead this whole thing because, well, they don't want the refugees of the United States. And most of them probably won't mind cracking a few skulls in Syria to get the job done, right? You have have to break some eggs to make an omelet. Of course, these people generally remain completely ignorant to the fact that it's U.S. intervention in Syria that helped exacerbate the very refugee problem they now trust more military intervention to help solve. I'll say it one more time, war with Russia. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed the show, please do me a favor and spread the word. Make sure you head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free. And if you want to send me any thoughts or ideas, you can email me at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.